We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to get hats. Um, they're Bigfoot hats, and they say, Bigfoot's real, and he tried to eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make be a good summer. I want our merch to be something like that. Welcome Welcome to to the Holy Hour, a podcast about sex, relationships, mental health, and everything in between. I'm Amelia Sanson. And I'm Liz Ball. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Holy Hour. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Amelia Sanson. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Liz Ball So Hard. You can also watch us on YouTube or listen ad-free on Patreon at patreon.com slash theholyhour. Check out our merch at theholyhour.com and email us your spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. You feel, do you feel g- good? Yeah, I feel good about, about all of this. Oh. I'm prepared for today. Fuck yeah. Been looking forward to this all day. That's I love that for both of us. I've been really tired. Girl, um, same. And when you're tired and you're just doing the same shit every day, you have zero motivation. So yep. I had very low motivation today. And when Mr. Liz came home last week, I was like, I was like, tell me about your, your work day. Like, how was it? And then um, he's like, well, what do you want to know? And I was like, tell me literally every, walk me through your day. And then he was like, uh, he's like, I just never know what you want to hear about. Cause I was like, you don't even tell me like what's going on like throughout your day when you text me. And then um, I was like, I'm home alone all fucking day doing the same thing. <laughs> I don't get to see anybody. I want to know the workplace drama. Tell me all the details. I want to know when a dog shits on the office. Was anybody with you in the elevator? Yeah. I have to know everything. Was anyone, you know, downstairs in the gym shower? Because sometimes there's a guy who works in another um, office who forgets his stuff there. That's interesting. Very interesting. So, Was there a new kind of chewy bar in the kitchen? Yeah. There are things also, we need to know, Mr. Liz. Some of those for me. Yeah. Most importantly. We're saving money here. Yeah. Um, and I love a good chewy bar. I, I'm I'm very anti return to office, like forcing people to return to office. It's just so it feels so unnecessary. And that being said, I would like to go into a, a public place where I could work with coworkers at least like once a week yeah i've been going into a coffee shop to do some of the freelance work like with the with the gal that i'm working with and mm-hmm. it's the best thing in the world when she proposed Mr. Liz it was like does amelia work from home and i was like yeah and he's like could you guys work together that's a great idea yeah, i was like huh i hadn't considered that that is a very good you idea live 10 minutes away from me yeah yeah so i'm i'm gonna try and get a i'm gonna use my work from home stipend to get a little um, second monitor connector because then it'll be way easier for me to go work places that's a great idea you know I, I I don't love working um just because of all all of the boring things that I just listed yeah um but I enjoy it when I'm around another person Hell and yeah. my surroundings change um uh, but the thing that always holds me back is like I heavily depend on having a second monitor to like yeah up my work that stops a lot of people from working anywhere but a desk it's just once you have one you can't go back i hear that i I did get used to having a second monitor but then like once the pandemic happened and i started working from couch wfc Mm -hmm. i was like do i really need a second monitor and the answer is still yes but like (laughs) i've convinced myself i don't i just work like 
like, hunched over hunched do you over work my... on the couch still t-rex arms yeah girl i prefer it i know it's so uncomfortable i just don't like sitting upright like the, the amount of time that we spend recording this podcast is about as long as i can do it's <laughs> it's such a character flaw it's really i don't know how i did it for eight hours a day before did you ever stand do the standing desk yeah we had them but i yeah. never i love doing a stand i don't think i really ever took advantage of it there were some people in the office that exclusively stood i'm like okay, i get it you, you're better you than me to prove? okay um our friend who stood next to me or not stood next to me <laughs> our desks were next to each other she i mean sometimes we'd be standing next to each other um but she would try and always stand at her desk like i think two ish hours of the day Yikes. so right when she got in she'd stand they say sitting is then... the new cigarette <laughs> who is saying that too many people get fucked but yeah they say it's like one of the worst things you can do for yourself is sit. sit down sit all day yeah okay tell that to the people who have to stand at work all day yeah and work in service industries right no no that's that doesn't but there's something about your heart it's just not good for your heart i don't know i haven't read the articles because i don't <laughs> sit well listen today i saw a hot take from um a conservative person that said the facts are the sun um is good for your eyes so sunglasses are bad for your eyes was the specific take <laughs> and i was like stare at the fucking sun i don't care yeah i mean believe your dumb things donald sun trump stared at the sun <laughs> so yeah during the eclipse, during the eclipse it's the one thing they told him not to do it's like the only time you shouldn't look at the sun specifically anyways sometimes i think about even steven's uh halloween episode and everyone's like eyes are they like lose their eyes or something and they're wearing sunglasses because there's an optometrist at the school um, but I think they're like taking everyone's eyeballs out or something. And uh, the older brother who's kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. There's I love the himbo older brother. Oh, yeah. That Disney always had. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. But he's like, oh, do you think you could check my eyes? Because um, every time I look at the sun, my eyes hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that shit. It took me like until I was older to like understand that joke. I love the himbo brother trope but specifically how disney writes those characters is so like their lines are so good like mm-hmm. ethan craft was like the best written character yes. in lacy mcguire so good i i'm thinking about uh boy meets world himbo brother oh yeah he started out as like a hot himbo yeah like kind of like ladies man and then became so fucking weird <laughs> Diddy. I don't remember that in the later arc. seasons he's just so weird that's so in- that's when they go to college boy meets world when they're in college that feels like a fan fiction of boy meets world damn you know what I mean maybe they're gonna turn into wolves and start like <laughs> fucking all over Hogwarts or yeah. something <laughs> they're soul bonded yeah with his knot and his dick or you know what listen I have to admit that I have been rereading that one I just think about I've sometimes skipping through to the sex scene. Like if this is someone's first episode listening <laughs> to this podcast, they're like, what? What the fuck did I sign what, up for? Did I just for? hear wolves fucking in Hogwarts and a knot and a penis? Uh-huh. You did. You sure did. They're not wolves, okay? They just have wolf-like qualities. Wow. Try they're telling that human. to them. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Liz. I'm not imagining That's them as wolves, okay? I'm imagining them as people. Hot people, specifically. Sometimes me. <laughs> you can't read this hot, salacious sex scene and tell me that you're not picturing yourself in that, okay? I found it. I found the... I'm like, is this porn? I f- yeah, it is. <laughs> I found the store. I found the one you were talking about. Oh, you did? I did. I went on the Dramione, um subreddit now Hell that yeah. I like I love know how to use a Reddit. And I found... <laughs> I <read> <laughs> And I found the specific one that you talked about with mm-hmm. the wolves. And <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I love Liz. And I'm going to support her and in her interests. And so I started I reading could. it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I could have, but I did try. I need you to know that I did. Thank you. I did try. Thank you. I uh, Yeah. If What if I sent you, a, did you get to the sex scenes? No. Okay. I'm going to send you a screenshot of 
a sex scene. I'll pick one of the lighter ones. Honestly, they're all pretty aggressive. Okay, you know what? Don't pick a lighter one. Just, I want to d- go. I just want to see what you think when you read it. Wolf balls to the wolf wall. <laughs> on um, if you're imagining them as wolves uh. or like furries, I just I don't think you're going to enjoy it For because sure. For sure. I would not enjoy it. For sure. However, like the idea of the Omega verse, like informing this tale, mm-hmm. it makes it very difficult for me head. to not think of them like being those like weird TikTok families that like think that they're wolves. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you and see what I like, mean? Like licking each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each other. Yeah, yeah. The licking is a little like I'm like okay, let's tone it down. Yeah. Um, I as I've been rereading some of these scenes, um, and just like the fun parts of the plot. Uh, I skip past all the drama. I'm like, whatever. I've already read this. Um, the thing that stands out to me that I think is so fucking hilarious is just that like McGonagall has like a little twinkle in her eye about the whole thing. And she's like, mm, I know you guys are soulmates. So I'm going to let this one slide. Is McGonagall like a pimp? No, <laughs> definitely not. She's just like trying to make sure like Hermione doesn't get like taken advantage of. Sounds like a pimp. Um, sounds a lot like a pen no one's getting paid here okay they're getting paid in love and experience they're getting paid in sex yeah well so i guess she is like a pimp (laughs) i rest my case i I am curious but i'm i'm like how would mcgonagall profit off of that i guess you know she just, but she's just like, she has all of the information and there's a bunch of miscommunication, but she is aware that they're like supposed to be soulmates, just kind of based on like little hints that she gives. And I'm just like, the fact that she's like, you kids go out and fuck wherever you want. <laughs> That's it. It's okay because you're soulmates. How old are they in this story? Unfortunately, they are 18, but I just okay, imagine well, they're 18. I th- th- on the Germani subreddit it says like does anyone else just pretend they're in college? And in my head I'm like I don't even pretend they're in college. I pretend they're fully grown yeah. adults with jobs. Yeah. Because I don't want to think about that. No. no. I just pretend that they you know, maybe they're getting their like their doctorates. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like 28 and up. <laughs> Honestly, it's just like a YN, but like a Y-A-A. Your age? Your age, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm like hip in the culture. Yeah. Look at me. I just... Coining new terms. I cannot imagine this with high school kids. It's kind of like euphoria. I'm like, yeah. they're my fucking age. Okay. Can we talk about like Euphoria Greece. real quick? Yes. Well, not Euphoria. Nate Jacobs, specifically. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Fucking... I think... Oh, his real name? Yeah. Did you watch... Jacob Elordi. Did you watch Saltburn? No. <laughs> I need to. Like, he... I know the whole plot of Saltburn. This is going to be a an unpopular opinion. Like, I am confused, like, what the hype is with him. Like... He's hot. No, but, like, is he, though? Like... Is he or is he just tall? <laughs> that is that is like the biggest philosophical question of our time. Yeah. Is he hot or is he just tall? Yeah. That's a good question. Because like if you look up any picture of him, he looks like you could just see him like working at any gas station. And I, th- like- I think he's genuinely hot. Okay. That's fine. I'm I'm thinking about his bro- his bone structure and I'm like attractive. And his hands are big. Yeah. I like big hands. I mean, he's large. And I cannot lie. But like that. You don't need to be a big guy to have big hands. You know? Uh, that's true. But when the hands are big, it's just there's something that feels so nice. Yeah. No, that's true. When the big hands are holding <laughs> He just does it. He's just so like, I see all these people just like losing their goddamn minds yeah, over this man. Yeah, it's a bit much. And I'm like, be fucking for real like mm-hmm. this guy but i just don't understand but also you know i have been attracted to some questionable characters so who am i to talk who who amongst us hasn't like i really love post malone i mean he look he seems like a lovely man yes and that makes him very sexy to me mm-hmm. but if i saw him on the street and did not know him as a person i'd be like what, what? is he good you know <laughs> is that man okay what's going on with that man post malone yeah 
that. Yeah, that's true. Those tattoos are new. When you have face tattoos, there's always a part of you that's like, are they okay? Yeah. Like, are you good? Are you that currently going hurt. through something or have you been through something? Because it's one or the other. Probably both. Yeah. Um, Who amongst us hasn't? Being a human is just going through something all the time. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> um, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I have two very small topics. So before we dump, dump, before we dump in, before we dump into your topics, because you have like conversation starters. Yeah, Uh huh. I think so. I had a girl's night on Saturday and two things came up in which the entire room said had something to say. Everybody was like, talk about this on the podcast. And the oh first God, one, so which excited. is the quickest one, is a quickie. Two of the girls there had hooked up with twins but like one of each <laughs> amazing okay like sh- one of them hooked up with twin a and one of them hooked up with twin b and they were like is there a word for that like what we are to each other for fucking twins and we- uh-huh what do you think it would be called um on the fly uh, tunnel sister-in-laws tunnel sister-in-laws uh-huh is tunnel sisters when the- you fuck the same guy okay tunnel sister-in-laws I like that. Did they compare notes? Yeah, which brings me to my second topic. Okay. I mean, a little a little questionable, but the that's what people want to know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like comparing notes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so they didn't really compare curious. notes so much as I did get a tale um about some <laughs> my ex used to do this thing that he read in some fucking men's journal that like women love which is like when you're going down on them humming because of the vibration and so one of the girls was saying that (laughs) they just start humming the the wolf of wall street (laughs) 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 that is that behavior like i read in men's journal <laughs> yeah well this is how i become a millionaire i do have to say you know progressive to be like i read this thing about how to please you even more so i'm gonna try it but it's just so standard to like read that and then just take it as fact you know uh-huh. like why but what what this guy so would do would actually do that yeah but like he would do other things with his tongue my friend who hooked up with would one of the twins song? say no he would just like mm, like like a vibrator um, yeah home He's just meditating in that pussy. It was beautiful. It's fucking really reach nirvana, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Hey. Um, Continue. So one of the twins one is of the humming twins, this But he wouldn't vagina. do... He would just go down there and just hum. He wouldn't, like, use his tongue. He would just, like, put his mouth against her vagina and just... And didn't do anything else. Hello? I would tell everybody about that. Yep. 
Yeah. And here we are. You're telling me right now. Here we are. She was like, I was like, I have to bring this up on the podcast. That's what happened. And um, it makes me sad. I feel like people should. I want people to feel empowered to like give feedback about what they like. Yeah. Like. I'd be like, what is that? Yeah. Little thing that you're doing. Um, what's, um, it's so creative. Hi, question. And that's something I love about you is just how creative you are. Yeah. It's so cute. That being said. <laughs> what song is that? Are you open to not? not. <laughs> yeah. Are you open to not? <laughs> um, yeah. The note is to not. Yeah. <laughs> and not like a not in your penis. I'm tying it back much like Dramione, <laughs> the Omega verse, the Omega verse Dramione. Um, <laughs> that I've never heard of that. The issue with like I understand the impulse to just be like, oh my god, that was so good, and just move on because I would do that shit all the fucking time because it's like this is not my job to like m- make you good at what you're doing. But also, he's gonna keep doing that to the yeah. next girl that he goes down yeah. on because someone is faking it. Yeah. Oh my god. And that's how the that Bible was me. written. Yeah. Yep. Someone was faking it. We know that you fucked someone, Mary. <laughs> it's okay. Girly pop. Girl. Who, who are you lying to? Yeah, that is not God's baby unless God is the guy down the street. <laughs> We're all God's children, and that was her point. Which makes nuns incestuous. Because if we're all God's children, then we're all Jesus's siblings. And that means that nuns <laughs> are married to their brother. <laughs> Thank you. Wait for attending my ted talk because nuns are like their whole thing is that they're married to jesus married yeah i thought it was to like follow in his footsteps no they're like all like they're they're, like married to jesus i don't know if i've ever told you this my nana when she had like hospice help i don't know what that you would call it like just an uh, additional like nurse helping my mom and her siblings with stuff okay um anyways before my mom had met her um she told my mom I think she used to be a nun and then my mom finally met her and she was like she's just like a butch lesbian <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> I love that that's like my nana's like exposure to lesbians is is nuns because they are there are many yeah women who are lesbians who are nuns 100 percent yeah and maybe they're not out what a good themselves. way to yeah, it's just like right, what a good way to not have to ever worry about fucking a man mm-hmm. aren't aren't we all kind of aspiring nuns at the end of the day <laughs> just kidding. i'm just kidding i'm like in a relationship with a very loving man and i still have so much man slander he gets it yeah he's down with the cause it's it's about specific people yeah not not the the ones that we like right not the normal ones right i'm still of of the mindset that most men are normal i'm of the mindset that most people are normal but there are really there are still really fucking weird people it's the loud minority Uh uh-huh yeah yeah that's that's why it just feels like there's so many (laughs) like we're the the silent majority no no you're not Mm -mm. no uh, but if I would love if you were silent. Um, okay, so I have a couple of fun topics for you that I am just excited to talk about. So the first one is Doxypep. Have you heard of that? No. It's, um, it's a medication and it's like the day after pill for STIs, essentially. No fucking way. Um. Before you get too excited, oh. it's really only effective for men who have sex with other men or trans women. Okay. But that's good for them. Yeah. That's, that's great news for them. Yeah. Um, but it is also, uh, what's it called? An antibiotic. So it's not something that you would want to take long term. But I think it's just like one of those things if you just like had a crazy night out and you're like, yeah. oh, I need to cross my T's and dot my eyes. I'm just going <laughs> to pop this pill yeah um i mean that's very promising that they yeah and it's the effectiveness is 65 to 70 percent effective and it reduces the risk of chlamydia gonorrhea and syphilis love that yeah so i thought that was really like progressive and cool they've they've done studies on women and um cis men and uh they just weren't as if they weren't effective at all so (laughs) bummer 
well maybe one day because that yeah. is promising that's that is that's nice that there's like pro- there there are what is 70 percent effectiveness is you don't want to like rely on no. this obviously yeah but it's a nice barrier yeah, i think it's it's like nice peace of mind to yeah. have um mm. so get out there guys yes have protected sex but if there's an accident that occurs take some doxy pep mm-hmm. ask your doctor not sponsored um and i know was it last episode we were talking about male birth control uh-huh well <gasps> there's a new one. Oh, um it's being referred to as the male iud uh it's called adam like adam and eve <laughs> lame um and it's uh there's a few components i need to tell you so i'll start with just how it works um they put a hydrogel in the vas deferens um which is like a where the where the sperm comes out Mm -hmm. so it blocks it and then um your body will like naturally absorb it absorb the sperm um because it just dies off and then you absorb it. Uh-huh. So there's not a risk there. It doesn't affect um, ejaculation or sensation at all. Love so it. So that's awesome. Uh, and then it is designed to last at least a year. Wow. And it naturally degrades. So you would like go in after like around a year and they would check it with like an ultrasound tool um, to see like if you need to get re-upped on it what the fuck they're doing trials in australia only right now but uh you can sign up like to be part of like clinical trials in other countries when they like start testing in other countries wow uh and this is gonna piss you off i'm already pissed um it is already pre-approved to have local anesthesia are you fucking kidding me no the thing that i was pissed off about before you even told me that was how easy it sounds yeah and it's non-hormonal non-hormonal and you don't have to get it very removed easy. that's like one yeah. of the worst parts of having an iud is like the removal and reinsertion well and like the hormonal side effects are awful i mean at least for me when i had an iud and when i got my iud put in i almost passed out yeah, it's this awful. isn't my first time talking about this i almost fainted and yeah. then my doctor looked at me like i was fucking insane no it's the worst pain and i was like are you kidding me right now that's crazy it's like that they're like when you're giving birth at least your like cervix opens up your body is opening up because that is what it is designed to do but when you're shoving something in there Mm -hmm. and it's not prepared or in a place to be doing that naturally it's gonna fucking hurt yeah if you've ever had your cervix hit like while having sex or something not a good feeling Oh my God, it is a painful experience. Yeah. Like, first of all, having an IUD inserted, I can guarantee it feels a million times worse than being kicked in the balls. <laughs> and then um, I would say having your cervix hit probably feels like a solid swift kick yeah. in the balls. Oh, it's so awful. It's, it's like a nauseating pain. Yes. Yeah. Ugh, and dude. the way it sits there for so long oh there have been times where i've had to get a heating pad and just like curl up for a couple hours that is so annoying i know i'm like how is this pre-approved for local anesthetic but then like if you are getting an iud inserted you have to fight tooth and nail for a local anesthetic and for you could get a cervical guard yeah to help even more yeah and then they're like, just try and gaslight you. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> I was listening to Daniel Tasha's podcast um, over the weekend. And he was talking, he was talking about how he was complaining about his cold. And then his wife was like, oh, I'm sure it's so much worse than the cold that we had last week. Because, <laughs> because he's just like, he's like, I need to go to the hospital. And she's like, uh, he was like, it's like the man flu is yeah. what they call it. Yeah. And he's like, she's not wrong. Um, but he was saying like women have a higher pain tolerance and he genuinely believes that. And I think, um, I believe that Yeah, because we have to, yeah. When you have your period every month, it is painful, but you like get used to it. Yeah. You know? Right. (laughs) But also like our bodies are like engineered to have babies, which is a painful experience. So it makes sense that we would have evolved to 
be able to handle pain exactly yeah so so then that's what you're like kind of gaslit into is just like well women have a higher pain tolerance because of this thing so it should be fine to just like medically abuse them yeah it's which is so frustrating that's insane I, I think I mentioned this to you. I had also listened to um, like a true crime podcast called The Retrievals. And it's like a short, I think maybe five episode series um, where it's a fertility treatment center at. Oh, yeah. Corn. No, not Cornell. Uh, Columbia. Columbia. Because I had also listened to another one from Harvard. Um but this one was Columbia specifically. And one of the fertility treatment nurses was stealing anesthetic for um, like people who are getting doing egg retrievals to do IVF or, you know, have their eggs frozen. All of the women who were interviewed were doing IVF. Um, but she was stealing a, uh, anesthetic and replacing it with saline. What the fuck? Like it's an incredibly painful and like physically demanding yeah. um, experience. I'm surprised these women are even awake yeah. for it. I know. They should absolutely be put under. Mm-hmm. And um, they finally obviously catch this woman who has been stealing all kinds of painkillers over, it, she alleges six months, but it had to have been for several years. Holy shit. Um, it, and then she got a pretty easy sentence because she was like, my ex-husband is horrible and abusive. So if I am like in prison, I can't take care of my kids and there's no one to protect them. And then the judge and everyone is like, that's so sad. And they just like, and honestly, it's like very white privilege. Too. I was about to say she white. Yeah, she's yeah. white to no one's surprise. Um, so she gets like a super light sentence for medically abusing and traumatizing these women and the amount of people who were gaslighting these women into believing it was it was just them and like this is how it's supposed to feel it's so disappointing and they're like this is the max we can give you and she's like they're like i'm fully lucid yeah i am completely sober i feel everything and for those of you who don't know like what ivf treatment is it's um you would do like uh you you would have your eggs retrieved so you have to already be taking a bunch of hormones yeah <laughs> you have to be shooting them into your stomach which is crazy in itself um to like then retrieve as many eggs as possible so they're scraping these eggs out of you mm-hmm. during your ovulation it is just oh god even just thinking about it is makes me like twinge a little bit it's just it's insane to me that there aren't checks in place to make sure that people can't do that like to steal drugs because like you'd think that there would be like time stamps on like when everybody would go into the fridge that was another thing too is like they were just like lax about all of this stuff there it freaks me out how like you there are so many things that they just kind of like are whatever about until there's like a disaster happening like the fucking wall flying off of an alaska airlines flight because (laughs) like they knew that there was a pressure issue with that plane but they were like we just won't fly it over the water and that'll be okay and then a fucking the wall blew out and it's like how are we fucking with people's well-being yeah for just to like why are we cutting corners on these things oh yeah it's the same thing with like hospitals it's like don't cut corners because then you you, it takes one bad apple coming in there and being like i want to steal these drugs and to fuck fuck up a lot of people's lives yeah to be honest i bet she probably could have just taken it and not yeah, like replace it with saline. Oh uh, well, I'm like I'm like just at that point, just take it instead of robbing these women of like, yeah, anesthesia. Um, and then she got her nurse's license like re-admitted or or like she was allowed to go back, essentially. What the fuck? I know. And then I think um she then she withdrew, so Good. she probably I think they they caught her again. Um, wherever she ended up working next and then there's no way to like verify that um but it's likely that they were like you either need to like give up your nurse's license or 
like this is going to be a scene. So she volunteered it. Well, good. So which indicates she probably relapsed. Yeah. But I don't know. It's I just, just. I. Oh, and the most fucked up part is this woman also had IVF. Her children exist because of IVF. So she had been through this entire fucking process and held the hands of these women while knowing that they were not being medically treated correctly and like holding their hands, looking them in the eye while they're having their eggs scraped out of their body. And the other, so the other one, the other like true crime podcast that I had listened to, um, I think that one was the Harvard one. One was Harvard and one was Columbia. So it's hard to remember which was which. But it was a, about a gynecologist who had been sexually assaulting women for like 20 fucking years. Mm-hmm. And there were so many different complaints about this man. No one did anything. And then finally, like one woman, she had went in and um, like after she had given birth and having like everything checked in on and making sure she's like healing okay and whatever and then uh everything's all wrapped up and then he's like oh actually i forgot to check one thing like once the nurse had left and then um she's like um okay that's fucking weird like i'm already dressed so then she like gets back on the table in the stirrups and he licks her vagina and she was like what the fuck yeah i think she like reacted i can't remember what she said um and then he seemed like surprised like he got caught what the fuck of course he what he was like oh uh, why would and then she called she like called her husband and she's hysterical and then her husband calls the police good and then they like take him into custody and he calls her and leaves her a voicemail and he's like um i think there was like a misunderstanding and then that was just kind of the tip of the iceberg of all of these stories that started unraveling of all of these women he had sexually assaulted. And a lot of them, like, um, didn't, like, want to come forward, obviously. Like, yeah. also, a lot of people didn't know because I think it was hard. For, they didn't send out a letter to anybody. They didn't notify any of his patients of this thing occurring. And... Um, I, I, something ended up happening where he like, wasn't really held accountable. Like he just had his like medical license revoked, but he didn't set, he didn't have any prison time. Um, but one of the women who was one of his victims is Andrew Yang's wife. Oh shit. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, and that was like, they, Harvard essentially wrote to her like a threatening letter of like if you come forward like we know who you are they implied that they knew that she because she remained an anonymous person in this first lawsuit and then she is the one who kind of like brought everything to light like all of these women had been fighting tooth and nail for justice after being sexually assaulted by this man a doctor that they trust it's so it's so disappointing Mm -hmm. it's the the amount of like it's so painfully clear how hr departments are for the company and not for the people we've been saying that but like in huge cases like that with like institutions like harvard like and then also bringing it onto like a public stage with like threatening a politician's wife yeah like in writing i would assume like Mm -hmm. that to have a paper trail like that is bonkers to me and the lawyer that was helping these women is like small town lawyer just like a regular guy like working his ass off on this case fuck yeah and um what tied it all together was this this woman who was living in utah she had moved from the east coast to utah with her husband um so evelyn yang's doing this interview where she like she planned to come forward and tell this story about this doctor and like make it very public and she was like very afraid of like being criticized for this 
Um, Which is also crazy. I that, know. That's, a, that, that's like a very real thing that and women like, have to worry you know, about. It affecting her husband's campaign. Yeah. Um, but it was pr- it was very well received for the most Good. part. Um, she was very supported. But anyways, this interview is happening on TV. And then this guy says to his wife, who at this point in her life, I think was in her like 60s. Um, he's like, that sounds like the doctor you had. And then she was like, wow, that she they're watching. And then it was the same fucking doctor. And she's like, I cannot believe that he continued to. She was like, I feel horrible because he continued to assault these women. And she's like, I wrote a letter. And then she kept everything. Her and her husband are like hoarders. Keeps everything old computers every old document she used to be a writer so she kept every single thing she wrote she had written and then she like lets this lawyer know like this is you know I might have proof that I had written to them with a complaint in the past because they're like we're not we've never received a complaint and she had their response in writing so he flies yeah he flies to Utah and they like go through tons of boxes. They spend hours going through these boxes and finally they find one. They find the letter and they're just like Fuck cheering yes. and crying. Um, and that was the piece that brought it all together to be able to hold Harvard and this man accountable. Wow. So that's a TLDR. I definitely butchered a lot of it, but I highly recommend listening to both of those because, I mean, you're going to be very upset. This is and a case. Angry. This is a case for hoarding. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the yeah, day, exactly. This is just a pro hoarding podcast. Just be very good at note taking. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's. I'm so. I love hearing stories about people like rallying together yeah. to take down something that's so evil oh yeah it's- i was like bawling listening to both of them too because i was just like these fucking women like came together yeah and supported each other and like even when this giant institution was threatening them they like came together they banded together to try and support each other yeah and saw some justice they deserved way more earlier on but and then the yeah it's just the investigative journalism behind this is like really incredible work so yeah i think it deserves to be listened to if you guys are interested um while you were talking three things popped into my head um do you did you ever watch the docu-series uh our father Mm -mm. um about the it was a uh fertility doctor that was um putting his own sperm in his patient. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. And like all of these people started realizing that they were siblings. Cause they, like when the DNA, like ancestry was becoming popular, people were realizing like they didn't share DNA with their dads well, or who it, they thought was their dad. Yeah. So were these women like doing like IVF or like, um, artificial insemination. Yeah. And he was doing, he was using his own sperm. He's dead now looking up to us from hell, but what a horrible person. Yeah. And he was on trial a few times and got away with it. Like he got away with what the fuck is wrong with people? Horrible. You should. And that's another case of institutions. Like, you should be able to trust these people. Yes. I, like, I just can't imagine like talking to any normal person who would be like, Oh, well, that's a bummer. Yeah. I think every normal human being, if you told them this story, would be like, what, what the, the fuck? actual fuck? Yeah. It's so fucked up. It's so violating. And and then you're like, how how are these, like, why are we letting these medical institutions get away with shit? Yeah. I'm like, so institutions with a lot of money yeah. are it's so they have fucking corrupt. The best lawyers. That's really what it boils down to. Because they take advantage of people that can't afford, like, the best lawyers that money can buy. And they end up either, like, settling out of court where nobody ever hears about it or they threaten these people into oblivion, which is stupid. It's atrocious. It really is. Um, The second thing that I was thinking about, which is not about medical, but about people that you should be able to trust dropping the ball. I watched the most infuriating body cam footage yesterday of this woman. She's 20. She gets pulled over in a car that they pulled over expecting to find 
a man like a big man with tattoos driving the car and they pulled it over and it was this little 20 year old woman driving it and she was drugged out of her mind like she was like very high and she was like crying and like saying like please don't sell me and was like telling them that she's being trafficked like basically like in so few words she's like like I came all the way here from Ohio like it's the only place that they can bring girls like me and get away with it like she was like saying all this shit and like the cops were like all right sweetheart and like just ignored it but then they brought her to the hospital because she got in a car accident that's why they ended up pulling her over Uh just like to check that she was okay and she was screaming and crying and being like don't put me in there like they're gonna give me back to them like don't bring me in there and they were like oh well she's crazy like and it was like all female hysteria am i right all of the comments on this were like how did they ignore all of this like yeah uh, don't aren't you supposed to like serve and protect yeah you're not doing any of that honestly this is why i just like i i don't even believe in police reform i think it should just be abolished how are you supposed to reform this institution that has historically only hurt people they yeah they are not equipped to handle so much of the shit that they get called for yeah like rapes they don't do anything with sexual assault really no. at all because they don't know how to handle they it they should be replaced by like first of all people who can actually like medically help mm-hmm. um like emts yeah and i think it's disgusting that like emts and ambulances are privatized so they get paid shit money yeah and they are saving lives every single day um it's ridiculous so i think like Police can be re- easily replaced by EMTs, um, social workers, mental health professionals. In this video, the body cam footage, at one part of the video, this woman walks up and she had she was like, hi, I was just tracking my friend coming here from a family function. And it was she was obviously working for the pimp and like making sure that she wasn't like giving information to the police. And the girl that they had pulled over was in the cop car, like screaming at the top of her lungs trying to get the cops attention Mm because this woman was very clearly working for her pimp and they just were like ignoring her and it's just like what like what training did you receive to handle any of this very like mainstream issue of human trafficking like that should that like there are police departments with a specific like department of people working on sex traffic work in general right yeah how could you not and the thing like obviously it's like oh it's so much easier from like the comfort of your couch but like immediately right when they pulled her over i was like oh this guy this woman is driving her pimp's car that's why they tried to find that's why it was another yeah person that they expected to be driving it and she's saying that she's being trafficked like and i have she's no training. literally asking for help yep yeah like it's just I, you do, I, there are some things that you just simply do not need training for and like that's negligence yeah uh, it's it's just so they either need like way more training or just to be like completely replaced yeah. but i just don't really think that it's possible to reform an institution like that they also are they're just one big gang they're all protecting yeah. each other they all are like you know doing whatever they can so that one another all keeps their jobs so it's i like, would love to believe that the police do shit that actually helps people a yeah. change my mind please it's not even like a few bad apples it's like a few good apples yes isn't that <laughs> appalling fucked up yeah uh i remember talking to one of our friends and he was like has a cop ever helped you like actually and then i was like well i mean one time when i was pulled over like i got he gave me a parking ticket instead of a speeding ticket because it would have been way more expensive and he's like he still inconvenienced you though yeah and i was like that's true actually i have not seen there are very whenever i see a video of a cop doing something good like genuinely good not like showboaty good Mm -hmm. but like like there was a video of this little boy that um got electrocuted on a live wire that was down and the cop like put himself in danger of getting electrocuted to like pull this kid out and Mm -hmm. like I was like, the fact that I was so shocked and like amazed by this person when it's their <laughs> job to protect people is a sign. Yeah, that it I just mean, does not happen enough. We all saw what the cops did, at, like at that school shooting. Oh my god! They're just yes. like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, 
They're like, aren't you supposed to be the good guys with the guns? Uh-huh. <laughs> Isn't that your whole argument? And then like two weeks later, Ted Cruz was like, we just need more cops. And it's like, you emptied you out. had a bunch like, of them there. Three different departments. Like three different areas of Texas, like emptied into the school and nobody did. The issue isn't not enough cops. <laughs> I think you need to have a degree to be a cop. I think you need to go to like six to eight years of school the same way you do to be a doctor if you want to be a police officer. They're just hiring these fucking like 18 year old dipshits. Yeah. Who then inherit this like big fish little pond attitude. Yeah. Anyways, I could complain about cops all day. Um, What I wanted to ask you, this is back to the male birth control oh. si- uh, situation. When I was telling Mr. Liz about it, I, I have such like little faith that this would be approved and provided in America. Um, yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know how many people like are aware of this, but like if Trump is reelected, which terrifying thought it's not unlikely, mm-hmm. which is awful. Um, he's being heavily funded and influenced by something called Project 2025, oh, no. um, which is run by an extremist like alt-right group called um what is it i wrote it down but it's some dumb fucking name uh the no the heritage foundation stupid name um and that's what uh the handmaid's tale is based off of is this group of people yeah and they just have a lot of like extremist things that they want to change and in his last um uh what's it called fucking speech rally no, it was like reign of election what is it <laughs> term yeah <laughs> rain that's honestly rain rain is uh, right, yeah. in his last term he like uh had done like 75 he had implemented like 75 percent of the requests that they demanded um <laughs> i know and i just like I I know that other people like us are so frustrated with, first of all, the two-party group, which we were warned would fail. And everyone's like, that's a later problem. By George Washington. Yeah, the the original. Yeah. (laughs) The original. Fucking 1700s. So, um, (laughs) but it's just like the Republicans do the shitty things that they say they're going to do. Yeah. Like, what... Like, why are we Joe shocked? Biden was just like, yeah, I'm going to cancel student debt. And he didn't even fucking do that. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, no. Yeah. This is bad. Mm. We and you're like, get off Twitter. Get yeah. off Twitter and like be proactive. That's I don't know. Thing. How are Republicans doing all of this shit and you've done nothing? Yeah. Well, I mean, like that we Democrats are too nice. <laughs> and a lot of it is about like all just being like loving each other and accepting each other for who we are which is great on paper you know Mm -hmm. and it absolutely should happen and is is not happening nearly enough but like there are a lot of young democrats that are getting older democrats away from the cause because of the issues that they're focusing on like they're like oh i don't want to be like yikes like that's they're being they're being crazy like <laughs> with their blue hair and their tattoos can't keep up with all the pronouns and then like there's like republicans where there's like trump voters that are like fucking bananas bonkers insane and then there's republicans that aren't swayed away from the party because trump voters are almost like their own sect you know mm-hmm. oh yeah but like the democratic voters that are like really into like making sure everybody feels included is like a full party thing which is making people be like i don't know i don't really identify with that it's scary it's so scary i just i want to shake everybody and be like this isn't working yeah i know and everybody knows it's not all of that aside okay with like project 2025 in place like the first thing that's going to go is like um women's reproductive rights like roe versus wade was already overturned yeah, I can't tell you how like. I, do you remember when that happened? Like what you were doing and how you felt? I thought it was a lie. I was on on TikTok live when it happened, and oh people were like, "How do you feel about the news?" And I was like, "What 
the fuck is going on what news i've been on tiktok live yeah what were you doing <laughs> um i was with mr liz like we were watching something uh we might have been watching the bachelor and then i just started like bawling on the couch yeah it was a dark day i mean we're lucky we live in seattle but also like now is the time to start ordering abortion pills mm-hmm. because like the fact that that one woman like was even taken to court for um she had a miscarriage yeah in her home yeah and and like flushed it Mm -hmm. i just yeah what it's it's insane to me that there are people that don't understand how backward everything is becoming Mm -hmm. we're moving backward in time and then there's the other woman who um needed a medically induced abortion because the fetus wasn't viable, like, is already dead. I'm assume I think, I don't know. I might be wrong. Um, but it, she for sure would have died. Yeah. So, and then she was like, I'm making this public because, like, I need to <laughs> fight for other people's rights. Yeah. I need, I, like, she put herself on the front lines to try and help other women. Yeah. Who are going to be in the same position. And, um, I don't know. That's like the first thing that's going to go. So then I'm also just like, okay, there's a non-hormonal effective birth control for men. Mm-hmm. And that the likelihood that that's even going to be allowed here. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's something insidious about the heritage foundation and what they want. And it literally is like the handmaid's tale. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's horrifying. They don't give a fuck about women. They just like, they don't give a fuck about anyone who isn't a billionaire. Yeah. I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat and like these groups are being funded by billionaires. Mm-hmm. They only care about money. Mm-hmm. And if they take away your ability to, um, have an abortion or even have access to birth control, that's going to be next. Yeah. Abortion first birth controls next Mm -hmm. you are not going to have any birth control yeah um which is fucking so horrifying being forced to have children forces like a labor market Uh like they want people to remain poor yeah because then they will have people who will have to work for them yeah and then they'll still sell you the idea that you just pull yourself up by your bootstraps because that's what this billionaire did yeah that's it's, not what they fucking did it's crazy to me that we've been going through this kind of thing as a country for forever so it's and it's like, just like we learned ridiculous. did we learn nothing from like redlining like yeah we there it's we can't as a country we cannot learn because there are too many people that are just out for their own interests and those people are the ones that are making decisions it's horrifying mm-hmm. it's scary then they don't give a fuck about women they don't give a fuck about the baby once it's born no at all which i mean if you need evidence just look at literally everything else that they are voting on yeah it's so scary well and exhausting i saw something that was like it is wild to be alive during a time where a group of people um will f- force you to have a child um and they like they're pro-life and they still will vote on things that don't protect children from being shot in school right so like you don't you don't give a fuck yeah yeah there are so many other things you you should be doing to prove that you do give a fuck yeah like yeah first of all paying teachers more but another tinfoil hat theory i have is that they just don't want people to be educated Mm -hmm. they don't want people to be educated they don't want them like you're militarized when you're in school because you are learning to follow a work schedule yeah essentially um and to be obedient the fact that everyone has to stand up and say the Pledge of Allegiance every day is such a scary thing. It's insane. Yeah. I forgot we did that. Isn't that a scary thing to think about? Like, everybody knows the Pledge of Allegiance, and mm-hmm. they you had to do it every single day with it. your hand over your heart. 
I think as a Catholic, I was like, this is a Catholic thing. Yeah. <laughs> I have to memorize something that I don't understand Do or I give a fuck about. Bring my rosary for this? Yeah. What, what is this? Shift. Quick shift. Uh, yeah. This conversation really derailed. It really did. I wasn't planning on, you know, having a speech about... There was a whole other topic I didn't even get to. Oh, well, small, small topic. Since mm-hmm. today was the day that the day that we're recording was the day that the Oscar noms came out and Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie got snubbed. I but saw that. Ryan Gosling got nominated. Like, did they even get the An point? America Ferreira. N- right. No. Did you get the point? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. did you watch it? And the fact that Barbie was nominated for best movie, but like Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie and America Ferrera were not. Yeah. Is... Right. I'm pretty sure America Ferrera was. Oh, she was. I think okay. she was. But like, yeah, it's Rid- ridiculous. And everybody's mad about it. Like, this needs to be the year of the girl. I hope that people listening to this are amped up enough by the end to just keep like uh i want to give up so badly but like don't yeah it's the year of the girl we need to rally yeah i feel like the theme of this episode though has been like women supporting each other because nobody else will yeah <laughs> like i yeah i would agree with that right like the woman that's like you know her she needs like a, an emergency abortion and so she's going putting herself on the front lines to mm-hmm. sp- spread awareness for other women the gynecologist at columbia or harvard like it's just there we all all we have is each other so i like i constantly think about this like how women are forced into this submissive role in a patriarchy because that's what patriarchy is um and just i i want women to recognize the power that they do have Mm -hmm. you have so much power especially like the ability to have children that is why yeah the right and the patriarchy are so fucking afraid of you having autonomy over your own body Mm -hmm. because you are the decision maker yeah you are the thing that everyone needs and is relying on for a future Mm -hmm. and to them a labor market like yeah yeah (laughs) i just like you have so much power and you should just like recognize that like you are the you are everything like you're the reason yeah <laughs> and um that's also another reason like you shouldn't be wasting your time with some dickhead yeah like, dump him yeah he's a fucking idiot <laughs> you are so powerful and you don't even recognize it and i just want like that is like what i mean when i mean like 2024 is the year of the girl and i really want it to be you know yeah. i just want other people to recognize how much power they have <sighs> And how powerful they are and can be. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's like you have the ability to have children. That's fucking insane. I, it's a, it's, you make a whole person. What we're able to do with our bodies as women and we're treated as such like weak little creatures. Well, and then even trans women, it, like I see so much more outrage about trans women existing than trans men mm-hmm. because it's so easy to dismiss like, oh, well, trans men are just tomboys Yep, who like didn't grow. It's just a phase. Mm-hmm. And like it's not as appalling. Like it's it's appalling to them to be born a man and want to transition to being a woman. Mm-hmm. That is embarrassing to them. That's like just so egregious and disgusting because they don't respect women. They don't yeah. care about right. them yeah. so just like the fact that you are born male yeah and you want to transition to being a woman like yeah. is appalling like there to must them. be something wrong with and you. you know what i have also <laughs> and we've recorded for <laughs> a while longer than usual something that i have been thinking about a lot that i was talking to mr liz about i was like what is kind of wild to me is how men have this performative disgust of women's interests it's 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 performative in front of women exclusively yeah like 
men aren't gonna get together and be like i fucking hate taylor swift yeah they're they're doing it specifically in front of women to make you feel bad and ashamed and embarrassed of the things that you care about because they want to make sure you know it's embarrassing and belittling to be a woman Mm -hmm. like fuck it's that's such a good point well and he like he was the one who i was like why do they do that and he was like because they don't respect women and they want you to like feel bad Mm -hmm. and it it is really reassuring to have a man in my life who i'm in a relationship with who like is going to advocate for me absolutely and can recognize these things yeah i mean too often like there are just things that are spoken about that are like female coded that are like seen as weak like Mm -hmm. like running like a girl yeah or screaming like a girl like just all of these things that are like negatively connotated not understand women's rage if that's what you think it's like Mm -hmm. i describe feminine rage as something that starts as a simmer and turns into a rolling boil Mm -hmm. it's not this petulant outburst yeah is this growing heat inside of you yeah and at any moment you feel like it's going to break you (laughs) yeah that's what feminine rage feels like Mm -hmm. i also think it's really frustrating that men who do support women other men are like you're just white knighting yeah oh my god yes i'm like no actually yeah a lot of people they don't do things to appease women and to just like try and like get laid yeah i mean they they'll just do whatever they can to explain away yeah somebody trying to support why are you so mad about that why are you so mad that another man like cares about the woman that he is with well it's because like his sister or his mom it is threatening the like idea that like men are the only ones that matter yeah. You know, when they have other men being like, oh, actually, no, the, we aren't the only ones that matter. It's it's scary for and them. And it's another, like, ex- example of performative disgust. Yeah. Like, you're only doing this because other women can see it. You're only trying to make this other man feel like less of a man? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's because they don't, they don't feel like men themselves. And so they have to bring down. I don't know. It's and I would love to be able to get to the root of that. And then it's just like, like the men who are also up in arms about that are like up in arms about like the male suicide rate. And it's like, you're the one with the ideology who is facilitating that in the first place. Yeah. You just like settle down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Use your noggin. Back to last last episode. It's not that serious. It's just really not that serious. I don't know. This has been a heated I know. I'm so tired now, dude. This has been an exhausting conversation. I don't know if I got everyone else as amped up as I. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, thanks for listening. We We love love you. you. Our (laughs) children. That one was creative. That was honestly beautiful. I feel inspired. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.